Welcome to Primary Attribute, or a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the GM, which means I'm running the world, the rules, all the NPCs, the cruel proclivities of the various gods in the setting, you know, all that. And I use they them pronouns. Hi, I'm Adam. I play as Vons. We both use he, him pronouns. Vons is the fuzzy fox folk alchemist fellow who's uh, currently feeling a bit nervous that he just gave his new toy to the, the most dangerous person he knows. Oh, wow. That's a nice thing to say about her. That's a really nice thing to say about her. That she would be very confused about, but okay. I'm Aaron. I play Aerosene. Uh I use she or they pronouns. Aerosene uses she, her pronouns exclusively. Erisene is uh, still and continually and probably in the future again, uh, but currently in this moment, very, very worried about Grix. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. Uh, our pronouns are she, her, and uh, our status is currently uh, thrilled to have a new microphone personally and in character, I'm hanging upside down from the ceiling and hoping that Erisene doesn't shoot me with acid. <laughs> and I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash mechanic. And uh, right now, Grix is... Ah! <laughs> That's what my notes say. Grix the Cobalt Yo-Yo. Yeah. 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 Might be fun if I wasn't, didn't, wasn't worried about being eaten. You've got 4 HP. You're fine. <laughs> have you rolled a new character wit <laughs> <laughs> i have some ideas so which just gonna play cog whenever the fuck we find cog if we find cog i was gonna say and roll up cog and do all this work and then cog is you know 15 different places not connected to himself anymore <laughs> spoilers <laughs> <laughs> that is not actually what has happened someday you will find cog or not find cog and you'll figure this shit out well, find this shit out. There's nothing to figure out because you are not psychic. Okay. Except for Grix. Uh -huh. But only a little bit. Uh -huh. Anyway, <laughs> Aaron, would you like to do the recap, please? Yes. Erisene went down to the elevator shaft and found the same-ish room on both lower floors, then came back up so the entire group could go down the stairs. As the stairs stopped on the first floor down, we found the square room there, and split the party to investigate. Erisene and Vons noticed the cables running down from the ceiling, and that those cables smelled like sweet saliva. Grix and Wealthy did not notice this, but did find a pile of probably elven bones in a corner with toolbox and crystal batteries beside it. When Erisene and Vons went back to find Grix and Wealthy to experiment on the cables, Grix accidentally touched one of the cables and was grappled by it, slowly being pulled up to the ceiling. This led to a fight that is only half complete, with Wealthy on the wall or ceiling in position to help Grix, Vons having just handed his launcher to Erisene for her to shoot acid at the thing, and Grix woozily about to lose consciousness, probably. Yeah. That's pretty much where the fight's at. Lee Wealthy has made it over to the wall. And so it was like 20 feet over. It's going to be 20 feet to the ceiling and then 20 feet back. So next two Wealthy rounds. Assuming he wants to get up and be able to, like, touch the thing, basically, that is hurting Grix, would be two more rounds. 
Okay. Or two more of your turns. Grix is 10 feet in the air right now. And yeah, Vaughn's Jaspar and um, Erosine are all pretty much right underneath this thing. And I believe Vaughn's was like offering a potion of spider climb to Erosine, but I don't think she took it and then it got swapped around to giving the launcher instead. Unless I'm misremembering that. Oh, Vaughn's was offering a number of options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know the launcher got turned over. Vons wanted to give Erosine the spider climb oil, but Erosine would rather have the acid launcher, and so that's what we did. Okay, cool. And also, Erosine has thrown a dirk and hit the thing. So, that's fun. Has anyone else hit it? That's right, Grix hit it. Grix hit it with his magic wand. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, that all recollected. Would everyone please roll initiative for me, please? Mm-hmm. In this game, that's a d10... Four. All right. Uh, wealthy. Eight. Harrison. Five. And Grix. Five. I don't know why I thought that was cool. It means I have to do something. Harrison and Grix. Which one of you wants to go first? I I would like to go first. Okay. That's fair. Cool. But all right. So we start at the top of the order. Top of the order. <laughs> which is Jasper. <laughs> who I think you're now out of reach of, pretty much. Well, let's see. You're 10 feet up, so you're out of easy reach. He could try to jump and hit the thing that's above you. He's tall enough with a longsword, he could probably make that work. It's not his strongest idea. <laughs> <laughs> but he also only has a sword. So unless Erosine instructs him to do something different, he will engage in flailing. Erosine's not going to tell Jasper what to do in this situation. <laughs> She's too busy trying to make sure that she can figure out how to use this, like, launcher thing. Alright, in that case, he will jump and see what he can do. I think, Grix, you can kind of see this. You can see that he realizes partway through that he doesn't have the angle to hit above you and not just hit you, <laughs> and so it does not. <laughs> kind of him. Very yeah, kind he, of him. He does not roll high enough to be accurate with that swipe. But not low enough to just be like, and then he killed Grix on accident. <laughs> but okay, uh, Wealthy, you're up. You are next to a wall. I am next to a wall, but I'm on the ceiling. You are next to the wall on the floor. You got over to the oh, base oh, of the wall that's last right. time. Okay, okay. And how far away am I from both Grix and the base of the stalactite that is um, holding him? It sounds like someone's going to make me do trigonometry. <laughs> nah. Just give me approximate theory and that's only geometry. But it involves the sun. I guess it is only. Yes, because I'm not solving for angles, just for distance. Kind of. Anyway, so you ran 20 feet over to get to the wall. The ceiling itself is 20 feet up. And then Grix and the stalactite are basically 10 feet back the way you came. So it's 30 runs, or it's, um, no, wait, sorry. They're you went 20 feet over, you need to go 20 feet up and 20 feet back over. Um, Grix is currently only 10 feet off the ground. So... Okay. One second. <laughs> <laughs> Did you Google geometry? No, I'm getting my phone out. <laughs> oh, sure. 
No, that's not right. Okay. Okay, um, it doesn't matter. My range nope. is 150 feet. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is 22.36 <laughs> feet away from where you're standing right now. <laughs> not accounting for your height. Okay, so how far down is Grix? How far up between the ceiling and the floor is Grix? Grix is 10 feet from the floor and also less 10 feet from the ceiling. Okay. I am going to shoot the... And how big around is the stalactite? Three, four feet. Probably more like four feet. I don't think I can um, break its hold, but I am going to use a magic missile to shoot at the base of the stalactite and see if I can deal it some damage. Okay. Which I have to deal it some damage because I'm rolling a one four. Oh, shit. Okay, well, that's two. All right. Does magic missile only have the one missile? 1d4 plus 1. You are currently at level 2. Or level, level three, 3. So you get 2. Oh, I get 2d? For every two levels of experience past first level, the caster gains an additional missile. Well, Ooh. thank you for letting me know that. I w- mm-hmm. It tells you how often we use magic missile. Okay. The third one, uh, then that's, uh, that's a total of 5. Because I just, I just hit a 3. So... One missile does two, the other one does three, total of five. Yeah. Because you have pretty good, like, underground vision. You see when you hit it that, like, the quote-unquote stalactite does bend in a little bit at the impact. So it's probably a little bit fleshy or something. Okay. Basically, it's not like what would have happened if you hit actual stone, which I think you expected, but just to kind of confirm. Okay. Does it make any noises or do anything to Grix? Um... I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> it's got its hands full, so okay. to speak. But, uh, Tongue. Yes. But speaking of, hey, Grix. Yeah, it's me. You are pulled five feet higher. Oh. And closer to this thing's mouth. Or tip. Presumably mouth. There's a tongue coming out of it. Though it's going to be real embarrassed if it's like an anteater. Can't fit you in its mouth. <laughs> huh. That's all it does. <clears throat> Ericene. I'm assuming that because the last round was spent getting the launcher from Vaughn's, or sorry, Vaughn's last round was spent loading the launcher. You you can take it and fire this round. Okay, that's yeah. what I was. That's what I was hoping. I think it was kind of it's handed to you like right as your round starts essentially. Okay. And okay. I think it's a pretty. Assassin's Am can I- use crossbows, right? It's a, it's an extremely similar mechanism, so you'd, you'd know what to do. I also can't imagine you're training one Mendoza. They didn't at least show you a crossbow. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you know how a trigger-fired weapon works. Yeah. I didn't write it on my character sheet because I don't have one, but yeah. my assumption is that I can do something. I, yeah. I mean, at the very least, I throw dirks so i know yeah. how to <laughs> it's more how to aim down yeah. something with an arc that's you know mechanically yeah fired. but yeah like yeah you got this because by book no one is proficient in canister launchers so <laughs> uh, i'm gonna step back like five feet just so that i have like a better view of the stalactite mm-hmm 
And then what should I roll to attack? Yeah, again, because no one's proficient right now, we'll just roll with it like you're proficient. Although I guess alchemists are technically proficient. Anyway, it would be an attack roll. Obviously, it would add your dexterity. And actually, roll an intelligence check for me, please. I rolled an 11 plus 3 for 14, and that is a primary attribute for me. Yeah, you've got it figured out enough that you're not going to take the, like, non-proficiency penalty thing, and you can add your base to hit. Okay. So you said it's going to be a dex? Yeah, a dex-based attack. Okay. Uh, That's a 10 to hit. All right. You're not used to the way the arc of this goes. And I think you actually give it a little, you plan for a little too much of an arc. Also, what did you get on the die itself? Um, I got a five on the die itself. Cool. Yeah, so it, it hits short. It um, basically smashes into the ceiling next to the creature instead of on it. However, that will still do a tiny bit of damage. Can you please roll a d4? Because it splashes onto sure. the creature. Ooh, that's a three. All right. It takes a teeny tiny bit of damage. Also, um, Aaron, can you roll a d6 for me, please? I can. Or actually a d8. It's a two. <laughs> hey, Vons. What up? Uh, high or low? Oh, low. Make a dex check, please. Ah, son of a bitch. Okay, um, dex check is d20 plus... Uh oh, I just crit failed. Uh, dexterity okay. is my uh, primary attribute, but I'm not sure that that helps when you roll a one. Uh, nevertheless, if it, if I were to add all of that up, it would be five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think the consequence of this being a critical fail is that. Basically, you hear the thing smash and look up, (laughs) and only a few drops of acid get on you. It's very painful, but it only does a point of damage. Oh. I I just go, fuck! (laughs) 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 Fuck! (laughs) Uh, Vons isn't going to say I told you so. No, I'm not (laughs) going to say I told you so, but Vons is. (laughs) What did you tell me, though? What, What did Vons tell you? Yeah, what did you tell me? I think if you I told think me so. What Vons did you is... tell me? <laughs> Vaughn's was muttering that this was a bad idea the whole time, right? That right. seems accurate, but how much of the monologue is inner is so variable. And it's hard so to know. So impossible to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I might also not have heard you from. Presumably people are at least talking to each other pretty loudly and yelling up to Grix and all of that. Right. Vons is probably saying it under his breath, so. <laughs> so the I told you show is probably also under his breath. <laughs> yep. <laughs> totally accurate. Yeah, that sounds about so right. Not to tell you how to roleplay your character. Uh, no, you are, you are, you're, yep. We're, we're in that place. Where do I mark on here that I lost a hit point? I guess I could just... Uh, reduce from well just say 13 minus 1 we so rarely take damage don't worry that's oh, about to I change. know 
that's 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 uh Vaughn's instinct is to run away from the damage potential. Hi, Grix. Hi. You're being drawn up by this creature and you feel like shit. I don't like that. I believe your strength was halved, so you're operating at a minus two. That sounds about right. So what do you want to do this round? Well, so I was reading up on the rules on casting spells while grappled. Mm-hmm. And you can't do it. But I think I'm only partially grappled because you did let me use my club. Yeah, your arms are free. Okay. You can cast in this position. Sweet. Like, you basically have to do an escape and a grapple to get out of this, but you can yeah. operate somewhat normally. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to try to cast Color Spray. Okay. For the audience, can you remind them what Color Spray does? Absolutely. So uh, I reach into my uh, my uh, vest pocket and uh, pull out my, my apron pocket and pull out a handful of confetti. And then I throw it at the critter. And Color Spray... A rainbow cone springs forth from my hands, causing nearby creatures to fall asleep, or other things. Let's see, the result of the spell depend on the hit dice of the targeted creature. Creatures of two hit dice or less are unconscious, three to four hit dice are blinded, and five hit dice or greater are stunned. Okay, and it looks like it has a saving throw. Yes. If it's the same level as me, or five, level five or higher. So if it's level three or above, it gets a saving throw. Yeah. All right. Ooh, is it sightless? Sightless creatures are not affected by color spray. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think it doesn't have sight. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a good idea, though. Yeah. I make pretty colors for all the rest of you. That's <laughs> uh, a cone, so I don't have to worry about you accidentally hitting the people below you, which would have been funny and yeah. also very bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sucks. Well, you all get a pretty light show. <laughs> Griggs the disco ball flails in the air. <laughs> wow. Griggs went out with a flourish. That's. <laughs> uh, this battle is set to a Daft Punk song. <laughs> okay, uh, Vons. What up? It's your turn. Oh, no. Okay, um. <sighs> So, uh, Vaughn's uh, little spattering of acid, that did nothing to the creature it was supposed to hit, right? Well, I mean, you weren't the one who launched it. Right. But, no, or it did a very small amount because it hit next to the creature, but didn't hit it. It did splash damage. Bummer. But would Vaughn's even be able to see that? For Vaughn's, I bet he can smell it. Oh, okay. Okay. You are well familiar with the smell of acid on flesh. <laughs> so we know it did something. Vaughn's has faster movement than most. Yeah, I believe you're at 35. <sighs> Judging by how long it took Wealthy to get up there, uh, about how long do we think it would take Vaughn's to get up there? Wealthy's not up there yet. But well, we'd still have I guess to how long apply it would the... take Wealthy. Yeah. Uh, re recognizing that I would still have to apply spider climb oil... And yeah, I mean, I let Wealthy cast Well, she was running. I will definitely let you drink a potion while you're running for spider climb. Um, you could run up and touch the thing at the end of your next round and you okay. would get pretty close to it before then, like, cause you're 35 feet. So if I remember correctly, I'm trying to find it. I honestly don't know where to look on the page. I will check. I know where mine is. 
Yeah, it's 35 feet. Okay. So I get there before the end of the next round. But only just, yeah. Yeah. So not yet doing stuff. Probably I would have been able to, like, pull out a a knife or whatever. So that's an option. Or we could uh, hurl explosives at it, I guess, would be the other option. Which, considering he just got acid on his fur somewhere, I I don't imagine that's that's his... uh... Don't worry, I'm sure Grix will shield you from the shrapnel. (laughs) Gravity. Yeah, caves do not sound like a good time for explosives, right? Okay, yeah, that that sounds like the 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 to safer be fair, move. You are wielding a small explosive. It's not a particularly large blast. Right, it's like a firecracker, basically, right? Kinda, yeah. Yeah, maybe like a, maybe a kind of big firecracker, but a but a firecracker. Take the average of a firecracker and what I understand an M eighty to be. <laughs> okay, like it's it's bigger it's than a, a toy, but it's not very. Yeah. It's a professional firecracker. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell I come from a state where fireworks were super illegal? <laughs> so that doesn't sound like a, uh, a like, like either it's not safe to make concussive force in a tight KV area, or it's not safe, or it's not enough to dislodge Grix. So it sounds it ineffective either thing. way. I, I imagine it would hurt. So is Grix stuck to the tongue or is it grabbing him? A little bit of both. It is grabbing him, but you don't have a good way to know this, but it is also somewhat adhesive as well. Which means that that thing just needs to get myrtilated altogether. Yeah, and I don't I don't know that Wealthy is guaranteed to be able to do that herself, and there's a bunch of these things, so the ceiling's probably the safe way to go. Uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to get to the ceiling. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and apply the spider climb oil as I, as I run to the nearest wall. Ericene's gonna yell after you. D- do you want to? G- do I get more acid or anything? <laughs> you figure it out. I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> Long-term planning is not Vaughn's strong suit. Um, <laughs> okay, so Vaughn's you're on twenty feet over and fifteen feet up. You're now five feet from the ceiling and then another twenty feet away from Grix. Okay. Because Vaughn's is very fast, especially for a small-sized creature. <laughs> speedy, speedy, run, run. All right. And that was the round. So, new initiative rolls. Woo! All right. Big money, big money. And everyone hang on and I will call on you. Yes. Okay. I'm going to count down. Uh, everybody let me know when I hit your number. Ten. Wealthy. Wow. Nine. Vaughn's. Damn, everybody. Uh, eight. <laughs> nope. <laughs> eight. I'm at eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Ericene. All right. And those are the folks you got. Wealthy, you're up first, and Vaughn's, you are on deck. Well, I cast my damn spell, so I'm going to go up the ceiling which means I'm going to end up at the corner of the ceiling in the wall. So I'm like five feet behind Vaughn's. Yeah, you're actually five feet ahead of him right now, but yeah, if you're both running, you almost but don't quite catch up to Vaughn's if we resolve your actions at the same time. For purposes of cinematic imagination. <laughs> Speaking of, Vaughn's. What up? <laughs> it's your turn. Oh, you're right. Okay, so Vaughn's is doing the running running thing. 
Okay. And uh, on his way to the thing that is holding onto Grix right now, he's going to be paying attention, of course, because he doesn't want to run into any more of those dangly tongue fellows. Grix kind of hit the last one of the cluster they were walking through, so. Oh, oh, wow. So as long as you kind of go past where Grix is, you're pretty safe. Okay, then he's, uh, then Vons is on his way over there and gonna pull out his, um, some kind of a cutting implement. Let's see, what have we got on the sheet here? Uh, man, uh, Vons really, really put some work into ranged here. Um, blowpipe, sling, crossbow, knife. I guess we're gonna go with knife. For what it's worth, you can sling your concoctions. They're not guaranteed. Well, we saw how well that worked last time. Uh (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) All right, so you can't get... Actually, you know what? Uh, Roll a dex check for me. Oh, come on. I just rolled a two, so that'll put it up to six on a primary attribute. Yeah, okay, you don't make it all the way. Okay. But or you do you do make it all the way, but you can't attack. Okay, he uses too much of your movement to allow for that. That's that's fine. He does have his weapon ready and has has identified his target. Yes, you are right next to this thing, which you can now see because you're close and have um, dark vision. I believe that. Yeah. Um, this for all the world looks like something that has like these kind of slabish gray armored like an armored shell of really thick big scales think something not as cute as but think more like an armadillo or a turtle shell than you know like lizard skin and because you're there you can kind of hear the uh as it draws its tongue in okay we didn't need to hear that (laughs) oh but you did (laughs) okay (laughs) um at this point, can Vons tell how pulled up into the air uh, Grix has been? Yeah, you could tell her from below too, but uh, Grix is about five feet away from this thing's mouth. Mm. And does it have, like, mandibles or something? Uh, you can't tell. You can okay. see that there are seams, for lack of a better word. Seams running from kind of maybe like a foot away from the base down to the quote-unquote tip of the stalactite but it's all you can see right now is the tongue and this thing's outer shell oh can i ask a question that ericene would have been keeping track of Mm -hmm. did her dirk like stick in it or did it like hit and then clatter back to the floor um i think it's stuck in it actually okay (laughs) does does vons happen to see that dirk stuck in it uh, no, you see it stuck in its tongue, like a foot away from its mouth. Mm. Is it bleeding? A little bit, yeah. Well, Vons may not have needed to pull his knife. Although I don't know if he's proficient in Dirk. <laughs> it's the same as a dagger. Well, we'll see what happens when we get there. But anyway, all right. So, Vons, you got your knife out. You're you're almost there. Yep. Hey, Grix. Yeah, what's up? It's your turn. Sweet. That's good news. I am going to, uh, I can't, I have no strength. I can't slip out. Um, I'm gonna... Just roll well, that's the problem. Oh yeah, there you go. Yep, yeah, alright, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm gonna whack it again with my wand. 
Okie doke. Please roll an attack roll. Alright. Fifteen. And that you're including the fact that your strength's currently at minus two? Yes. Alright. In that case, you hit. Woo! Roll your damage for me, please. Damage is affected by... It is affected by your strength score, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, one point of damage. I just waggle the club at it. It only hurts because of the rivets. <gasps> yeah. Uh, okay, it's Jaspar's turn. Jaspar is pretty low on his list of things he is capable of doing. <laughs> oh, civilian class. <laughs> you can't do very much. <laughs> I think he does position himself kind of under where Grix is, though. In either a catch or break your fall, and himself sort of way, if you do come plummeting down for whatever reason. Okay. Ericene. So I hit the ceiling with the acid, and it dripped. Is there acid on the floor? A few splatters, yeah. Um, I want to take my- I want to take one of my remaining dirks, and just, like, run it over the acid- Okay. So, like, it, you know, covers covers it very slightly in the acid, and I want to try to hit hit it again. All right. Roll an attack roll, please. Ten plus two. Ten plus two is twelve. Uh, it goes a little bit wide, Vaughn, you are standing there and kind of not particularly close to you, but you do see this Dirk like ricochet off the ceiling. <laughs> okay. And tumble back down past Grix to the ground. Okay, so I don't feel like I've been attacked. No, you're not threatened, it's just more vaguely alarming. <laughs> yeah, no. And I'm like, sorry! Erisine's <laughs> not going to be using this battle as a as, as an example of why she should be in, entered into the Assassin's Guild. <laughs> but yeah, alright, so that's Erisine's turn. And last but not least, we have the creature. Grix, you are drawn five feet closer. Fuck. I think that means I'm there. Which means a couple of things. Uh Uh-huh. First off, Uh that means that the creature draws this dirk stuck in its tongue into its mouth first. Okay. Aw, man. And does not seem phased by this particularly much. And then, uh, Grix, you're being drawn upwards. This thing springs open like the world's worst flower. Oh, good. Boy, that's a lot of teeth. Oh, good. You're, you're still being drawn up into this thing. Am I getting chomped this turn? Your head is next to its throat, but it does okay. not chomp you this turn. Okay. But you're right there. You have... Yeah. Seconds. Seconds, yes. Hey, everyone, roll real high next turn. Yeah. At least higher than the monster. And that's the end of that round. Top of the round. Initiative rolls from everybody. Oh, joy. Decent. Uh. Yeah. Uh, All right. Cannon down. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Grix. Six. Five, four, three, two. That's me. One. Ericene. Wealthy. Damn. Sorry, Grix. 
It's all good. It was nice knowing you, bud. <laughs> Danny boy starts playing. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, first up is Greg's. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to... Uh, God, just... Ooh, you said that the dirk is stuck in its tongue. It appears to have drawn it in wherever its tongue goes. Can I reach the dirk? I can say that you could maybe reach the dirk, but yeah, I'll let you do it. Okay. Kind of at the tail end of your last round, essentially. Sure. Just, I jam my hand into its throat, grab the dirk, and I, my thought is to, like, maybe that'll do more damage to the tongue to, like, make it let go. Oh, so the idea is you're trying to, like, pull the dirk through its tongue? Yeah. That would be Grab a- Grab it and drag it. That would be a strength check, my friend. Fuck. Fuck. No, I'm just gonna- I'm gonna just whack it again. Okay. I'm gonna go for anything in the throat, like anything like sensitive soft palate. Type. You, you basically jam this giant spiked club thing directly yeah. into its throat. Yeah, yeah. And palate and mouth and etc. All right. And that's oh oh that's a wonderful roll. I got a one. <laughs> Craig, roll a dexterity check, please. <laughs> Eleven. No, uh, thirteen. And is that highlighted for you? Yes. I thought you had int and charisma. I sure do. I don't have dexterity. My bad. I don't know why I thought I did. You're right. Sorry. To be fair, it's one of those things that totally makes instinctual sense for Grix, but so does charisma. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you try to jam this thing in there, and you end up scraping it off its teeth, and um, you drop it. No. Uh. Okay. In your weakened state, it basically just goes completely wonky, and I think you're also very close. But did it at least do that thing, like, when you hit your teeth with the fork, and it, like, just, like, numbs you for a minute? Maybe. No. No. Probably not. (laughs) Guessing not. Probably not. I mean, I imagine this thing finds that upsetting, although I don't imagine it slows down its... Yeah, probably not. ...eating This thing also (laughs) did just swallow a dirk. (laughs) But okay. So you all see Grix jam this thing in there, and then the magic wand falls past him to the floor. Jaspar, whose turn it is, is standing directly underneath you. (laughs) Oh no. Succeeds on his dexterity saving throw (laughs) (laughs) to kind of jump back and then position himself back in the same spot. Um, Yeah, he didn't bring the bow. He only has the sword, so I think that's just kind of where he's at. He could try throwing his sword past Grix into this thing's mouth. He is not confident he can do that. Because <laughs> almost no one could. I'm I'm kind of glad myself that I didn't decide to go um, uh, ranged on this. The, you said that this guy has sort of a armadillo-like plating. Yes, but his mouth is open now. But yeah. Oh, right. All right, then. Hey, Grix. Yeah, what's up? This thing is going to try to crunch you. Alright. We're all very nervous here for you, buddy. I'll be fine. Grix, you take six damage. Okay. No! (laughs) Okay. Alright, alright. Not dead yet. Believe you are at negative two? That sounds correct. Alright, Grix is unconscious, but not bleeding out. 
Well, there goes my health potions. <laughs> Speaking of you, hey, Vons. Oh, is it my turn already? It is. Your friend is getting chomped and went limp, so clearly things are going well. Uh, so he's in the mouth. Yes, he is in the mouth. That said, the mouth is no longer able to shut fully, so you could still hear uh, it, like wiggle something into the side or whatever. Right, and uh, if if uh, it hadn't drawn Grix into itself at this point, I, I was considering my backup plan of cramming a firecracker in there. <laughs> but uh, now Vaughn's... Or, sorry, still do that. I could, but now Grix is at negative four, and I don't want to make that any more negativer. He is at negative two. Negative It'll two. Be fine. <laughs> oh, negative two. Okay. okay. Just but a scratch. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's not push that anymore in that uh, direction. So Vons is now close enough that he can be a little more surgical about this. I imagine. Yeah, you basically take two steps, and so to speak, like you. It takes less than half your movement to get up there, so you can do an attack or whatever you're thinking of doing. That would be a little more complex. Well, he's got to get in there, and uh, since this thing doesn't have any arms or anything like that, or the ability to to move really, to to get him off of there, I could I could do one of two things. I could either try to dislodge it from the ceiling, which I imagine it's been up there a while and has probably effectively become part of the ceiling. That whole part's probably armored anyway. This is accurate. Yes, I mean, as far as you can tell, that armor runs directly like flat against the ceiling kind of thing. Okay, so there's there appears to be no place where I could It's not fused. Think of it like a uh, a barnacle. Right. Have you ever tried to like get a, a barnacle off? secretion around it. But it's right, not Yeah. It didn't cast stone shape and make itself part of the ceiling. So it's just kind of calcified against the ceiling and getting like finding purchase between it and the ceiling would be nigh impossible without a tool designed for it. It would be difficult, yes. So, let's see. But that also means that uh, it, it really has no defense uh, apart from its armor. So, getting in there with... I, I imagine... Okay, so that Dirk is on the floor at this point. But I'm right there next My to... My second Dirk is on the floor, yes. yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Arisene's first Dirk is somewhere inside in of him. Inside it. Uh, how how deep do these things go? Like how big is how how far is this thing its body? How how tall is that? So the body itself, uh base to tip, is probably like four feet? Five feet? Probably like five feet. And then oh, it's okay. about four feet across. So Vaughn's even has to like climb up a little or down a little on this thing in order to do this. No. Um the the base of its mouth is less than you are tall, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, it has a very big mouth and a relatively small rest of its body. Okay, so Vons is perfectly comfortable with gooey and uh, gross things. He's a little apprehensive about the teeth, but I think what he is going to try to do is take the tip of his knife and just work it between the teeth and wedge it a little bit so that any additional pressure clamping pressure from the mouth damages the creature okay and i think he's just gonna work that try to 
open this thing up like a like a clam a bit. Okay, so you're trying to like slowly pry it open or at least stop it from closing. Well, what he's what I'm really looking for is like when you open a clam or whatever, you're trying to get into that muscle that does the closing. Mm-hmm. And I want to disable that. Cool. So this is going to be two parts. Uh-huh. The first part determining what you roll for the second part. So okay. first off, make an intelligence check. Hey, I have intelligence. That's a primary attribute for me. It is. I did not roll well, though. I rolled a three plus the one plus my level of three at uh, seven. Okay, so basically what that means is I'm going to make doing this slightly harder. I'm still going to make it a dex check, actually, because you're really more sliding it in and kind of almost gently sawing through this thing rather than just like jamming this thing in there. But you, you you basically can't find exactly what you're aiming for, but your knowledge lets you know. Roughly where it is. But yeah, uh, roll a dex check, please. Okay. My dex check gives me... Oh, I got an 18 on this one, plus my level and the plus one for my dex puts that at 22. All right, so you slide this knife in, and you start kind of, you know, working your way down the more closed part of this thing's, like mouth, to kind of its base. And you feel it start cutting into like some sort of membrane, basically that you think is probably the muscle, or at least part of it. And you kind of like angle in past the teeth, yeah, so you can get any kind of big, strong stuff that's attached as well. And so first off, uh, roll your damage. Okay, uh, so damage with knife. It just says plus one to a 1d2. Is that accurate? If it's just a knife knife, I think it is, but I will check for you. Because yeah, knives, daggers, dirks. Probably stilettos are all statted up differently in this game. Um, yeah, it's 1d2. Okay, 1d2. So, plus one. and I get a... You have a plus one of your strength? Well, it's it's a... Uh, what's the uh, bonus to hit? I think is what that is. What's your strength score? My strength score is... Ooh, negative one modifier. The score is eight. Okay. God, so, I'm yeah, stronger probably... than you are. D2 minus one. Jeez, a D2 minus one. So this is either going to do one damage or zero damage. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, not my most skilled weapon, you guys. <laughs> Roll a D2. Okay, well, I'm going to call that a D6 divided by three or something. Sure, yeah. Okay, well, I rolled a six on the D6, so I'm going to call that the high. Yep, you do one damage. And... You think you feel this thing's grip loosen a little bit when you do that. Oh, good. <laughs> it doesn't stop it, but like you can feel that something is flexing against the blade of your knife, but because you have it, you're using like the armor and the teeth to wedge that knife, it is pushing against the blade, which is probably not great for this creature. Well, I hope that helps. Yeah. Ericene. Do I see where my dirk landed on the floor? Oh, uh, yeah. It's like 10 feet away from your. Um, I will go retrieve it and try again to throw it. Okay. Roll an attack roll for me, please. So you just chuck this thing. Yay! I rolled a 17. Nice. Plus two! <laughs> so 19. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, how does throwing a dirk at this creature that is 
covered about 50% or so by your friend's body look. (laughs) I'm trying to, like, get it into whatever I can see of, like, the fleshy, the fleshiness. Yeah. (laughs) So I think this is one of those moments where... Also, it had acid on it, so... Yeah. So you did all your weapons training with Mendoza pretty much, right? Yeah, I mean, we did have, like, you know, we did have, like, little bits of rapier, you know, fencing kind of training at school, but it was not, like, it wasn't, like, throwing dagger skills. <laughs> right. It was P.E. at Chilton kind of yes. fencing stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you'll allow me to do some of your tiny experiential backstory. Uh, yeah, 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 go for it. You're suddenly realizing why Mendoza once took you into this basement, put you at one end of the like 30 foot basement and put a target about six inches around at the other end. And also oh, yeah. had you do things like, remember that rope climbing thing you did? Did things like mm-hmm. put a target up there <laughs> and made you throw at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're one of the only people in this city who could even remotely make this shot. And you do. Bonds, I think you see in a different segment than you're at. You basically see this Dirk like fly through the air, clear the like six inch gap between Grix and the edge of this thing's mouth, and you hear this like as it stabs in. So please roll your damage. Uh okay. I got a two plus two. So that's four damage. Okay. Getting there. We've officially done one more damage to this thing than it's done to Grix. Oh, we did a lot more. Oh, yeah, you've done way more than that. The acid certainly did something. Oh, right. Before Aristine finishes her turn, she is going to, like, yell up to Vaughn's, like, is he he out? Can you, like, put a potion in him now or something? I don't know. Like, so... Funny story. <laughs> that acid made your dagger do one more point of damage. Oh, sweet. This creature has been hurt enough that it reflexively opens its mouth. And its tongue goes loose. Like, you can see it kind of flailing, Bonds. Like, you see the whole base of it, like, heave towards the center, like a really strong muscular flex. And mouth flies open, tongue kind of goes slack and also extends like 10 10 feet again, but also goes loose a little bit. It's not constricted around Grix anymore. This kind of unwinding happened, so Grix is not suddenly 10 feet down. It goes a little bit slack. Grix had this thing wrapped around his chest. He no longer does. So about five feet or so down from this creature. Grix is very suddenly just kind of hanging off of the adhesive part of its tongue, which is not enough to keep Grix on its tongue. And Grix is now going to fall towards the ground and is unconscious. So Vaughn's just yells out, I think it's food now. (laughs) So does anyone have anything they can do Pretty much instantly to help Grix with this situation. I, uh, 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 Jaspar was, uh, ready to catch me. I, I mostly meant besides Jaspar before I did that. Oh, okay, sure. I will just, like, rush over 
if if I can't, like I'll you know step back over as I like see that this thing is like releasing him. I will like step back over and like see if Jasper and I can like kind of do like the like arm cradle to catch. Grix. Yeah, make a dexterity check to like make it over there and coordinate with Jasper in time to do this. Okay. <gasps> Ooh, I rolled a nineteen plus four, and Dex is one of my primary attributes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, your training about throwing a knife and then immediately dodging also comes in handy as you, because you got a total of what twenty something. <laughs> twenty three, twenty three total. You fucking. Flash step over to where Jasper is basically. Like you turn the momentum from following through on your throw into like a lunge and get over there. And that will help with this whole situation. All right. So, unless anyone else has any bright ideas. So, catching Grix. So, yeah, it's, it's not dislodging from the ceiling at all. It's just going a bit limp. Yeah. But all the way limp or just kind of halfway limp? It reminds you of something vomiting. Honestly. Okay. Ah. Great. Great, 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 great. Yeah, I think Ericina, you get something pretty gross feeling slashing on your head. Doesn't do any damage though. So the thing with catching Grix is that it is going to be both a matter of like correct positioning and being strong enough to not have him essentially fall through your arms. Yeah. Yeah. So I say Jasper's just been standing there. You made an amazing dex check, so I'm gonna say that you past that part of it already and then i'm gonna have you roll a strength check jasper will also roll a strength check dirty 20 well damn all right so <laughs> i rolled a 16 plus four jasper also got a 16 on the die so you both did pretty fucking well all right so you are both going to be able to catch grix grix is still going to take some damage from gravity but it will be significantly lessened you're basically taking... Actually, if you take 10 feet off his fall, that leaves him at a fall of 5 feet. So I'm going to reduce it to like a d3, basically. Uh, Griggs, you take 2 more damage. Sweet, sweet, sweet. But they managed to not Gwen Stacy you. Hey, they that's great. Catch you. And yeah, you have an unconscious Griggs in yours and Jaspar's arms, and you didn't even have to do the thing I desperately wanted to make someone do, which was transfer Grix's damage to themselves as they acted as a really bad airbag. <laughs> sure. Ah, uh, well. Next time. I did that once for a friend who climbed a tree stupidly when I was a kid, and then couldn't get down, and I caught him, and it, it hurt a lot. Don't do that. Luckily, you outweigh Grix by, you know, three times. And Jasper outweighs him by, like, five times or something. Maybe, yeah. I might be overestimating Ericene's weight. I tend to forget exactly how much people's, like, weight scales with height. <laughs> I think it's probably, like, two and a half for Ericene. She's not as tall as some people think she is. <laughs> but okay, so you, you catch Grix. And yeah, you and Jasper have a Grix in your arms. And the creature is currently kind of flailing around, and it's Wealthy's turn. Has all of this commotion done anything to the other tongue creatures? Nope. They seem to be static. Oh, this creature is finally making noise. It's not a pleasant noise. Do it so the fans at home can hear. Is it like barfing noises? <laughs> Roughly. Okay. 
Let's oh, pitch. so it's like me when I have acid in the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aww. God, that's horrible. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do magic missile again, and I'm going to aim it directly at its open mouth. Okay. Yeah, roll your 2d4. That is uh, really kind of sucks. That's four. Four damage. Well, the, you hit it directly with this magic missile in its open, retching mouth, and magic missile, you know, you know how it works. It pretty much just hits like a concussive force. You see a few of this thing's teeth fall off. Oh, God. Or out <laughs> in a kind of fantastical spray. And, like, it's not dead or anything, but, like, that hurt more than you'd expect it to have done so. Content warning for body horror in this episode. <laughs> Grix was about to be eaten by a creature, yeah. so yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like every time that we have combat that we are not fighting a person, there is body horror. <laughs> it's like I think that's the nature terrifying. of role-playing games. Yeah. You're not Maybe. fighting a person. There's body horror. <laughs> Especially given that you are in a city where all of the classical quote-unquote monster races are just part of the same general society. So yeah, you have no one to fight that is just a slightly different human, basically. (laughs) I'm really into the fact that kobolds and goblins and orcs and everybody is just people. Yeah. Always love that. (laughs) I did not want to run it the other way. So yes. <laughs> and honestly, it would not be as like fun of a game for I think me as well. Like Yeah, no, I dig it. Uh, it's been very enjoyable making anything with basically not sentience, because you know, spirits and stuff still have that to some extent too, but yeah, it's been fun. It does make the monster manual harder to use. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I went through the whole thing to figure out what lived in the cave systems more or less, and uh yeah, I got to throw a lot of stuff out. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Challenge is good as GM. Most of the nature stuff, probably not around. Anything aquatic. Oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> oh, wit. But there's like, you know, underground water here, so. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff going on in the sewers. The reservoir. We haven't gotten to the reservoir yet. I highly recommend wading into any bodies of water you can't see the bottom of. Mm-hmm. This is good and safe. Mm-hmm. So it's not. I really. Oh, shit. I wish I could have put it out of its misery. Yeah, it's not dead. Uh, speaking of, it's a new round. So, everyone roll your initiative. Hey, Rick's <laughs> did great. <gasps> Finally! <laughs> Finally, Ericene did not do horribly. <laughs> All right, that's exciting. So, uh, ten is zero ten. Yes, yes. Then that's me. I, I knew I did either really well or really bad. No, actually, just for this round only, I'm going to switch from counting over like a computer, so everything's <laughs> going to start at zero. <laughs> okay, so ten, nine, Aerosine. nice, eight, Griggs, unconscious but yeah, but fast, unconscious but fast. <laughs> Dove right into REM sleep, because that's the thing that happens when you're just brutally knocked unconscious, I'm sure. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to have a dream real fast. Uh, seven. Wealthy. Well, shit, that's all of you. All right, Fonz. Okay, so there's still something left of this monster, and 
I've discovered that my knife is good for, like, little surgical things, but... <laughs> that actually reminds me. Uh, make a strength check. Oh, fun. So that's a plus two, effectively, to this coming roll. 17. So that that's actually not bad. That's 19. Wow. Okay, so it actually is going to... You manage to basically... You weren't going to drop your weapon, but you keep it in place as this thing is convulsing. Mm. And it does a little bit more damage while just kind of sitting there. But anyway, now you can have your actual turn. Well, good. So, uh, Grix is now in Jaspar's arms? Or safe? Jaspar and Erosene's, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, we could... We could just kind of run off at this point because this thing's got very little fight left in it i imagine now that might be the the fastest thing to do yeah you were close enough to see uh, little chunks come out of this thing that weren't uh, related to the barfing when wealthy's magic missile hit it <laughs> oh good <laughs> does vaughn's have any intelligence any uh any information on this creature beyond what we've witnessed today no, I think you, Erosene, and Jasper all rolled for it, and you just weren't familiar with this thing at all. Okay. And none of you, like, you kind of knew the class of creature it was. You didn't know this particular variety, though. All right. So, Vons might be curious about this uh, tongue monster. Mm -hmm. But beyond curiosity, I don't think Vons has a lot of interest in continuing to fight it. Um, curiosity has nasty to do anything this trip. I was about to make that joke. I was, I was on the tip was, of my tongue, and I was... Uh, I was yeah. about to be like, oh, that's right, curiosity. What the fuck is that secret Kelly got? <laughs> <laughs> One day you will find out. Someday. Maybe. Some it's, it's honestly, it's up to Kelly. <laughs> fucking day. So I think that uh, so long as this thing doesn't have a tongue anymore, um, it, it still has a tongue, but it's it's clearly not actively using it. If that but, makes sense. But like let's say it. Let's say we could remove the tongue. That would. That seems like the most interesting part of it, anyway. Right, being all like <laughs> sticky and long. Maybe we can make a glue out of it. The rest of it looks like just a standard like little grabby nomer thing are we still teeth. in combat yes. yes yeah i think we technically uh, so are actually now that i've mentioned it yeah i think we have the tacit rule of uh, vons what are you doing because it's been way too long <laughs> sure uh <laughs> vons is currently pondering how delicious this thing might be and i i don't think very so i think vons is going to take his knife and just try to take it back well how much life does this thing look like it actually has left in it it doesn't look great, but you don't know. Right. So if I were to try to attack its tongue or attack it any further, then it could just get all sticky and whippity on me. And then we're, then we're back in like real combat rounds. And I don't think that that's really the way Vaughn's wants to go. Is possible. So what do you do? I'm just going to withdraw my knife and uh, back away. Okay. You were being pretty careful about making sure like... Your wrist wasn't anywhere where it could get too chompified, but you managed to kind of time it around the convulsions to not hit your hand against the rows of teeth or the edges of this creature and take your knife out. And it keeps having a bad day. 
uh, Ericene. I'm going to like transfer whatever of Grix's weight that I'm holding. Yeah, you, you can give all of Grix to Jasper, basically. Yeah, I would like to give all of Grix time. to Jasper. So uh, I'm going to yell up to Vaughn's like, hey, where the fuck are your health potions? And that's that was actually something I was just thinking about. Vaughn's would love to like since since all Vaughn's did was extract his hand carefully. I imagine he's got a little bit of time left over to like just- not enough given that you're upside down. Oh, right. That's probably quite <laughs> like I'm going to rule that makes it just complicated enough to try to pull something out of your bags that yeah, plus all my bags are upside down. That might not be the yeah, you also had your knife kind of wedged in there. Yeah. And also, I should generally be slightly less generous about how much I let you guys do it around. <laughs> so, yeah, Vons is just going to say, uh, I'm working on it, and that's it. If you want, though, you can, as your step back, I'll just count that as having spent half your movement going back the way you came, if you want that to be the case. Sure. Shortest way down. That isn't okay. falling. That isn't jumping. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so basically you do a negative attack and then use the rest of your turn as movement. Um, but okay, Ericene, talking is a free action. So uh, what do you do now? Do I see either of the dirks that I threw at it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty shortly after Grix comes falling out of this thing and is caught, some small metal object clanks off his hard hat and falls next to him. It <laughs> is the dirk that was... It is one of your dirks, at least. Uh, so that's okay. the other stuff we saw falling out of it. I'm gonna guess that that is the dirk that was stuck to the tongue. So I'll pick that up and uh, throw it up at it. I'll, I'll like pick it up, like clean it off a little bit on my pant leg, and throw it at the thing again. Okay, roll an attack roll, please. Natural eight. For a dirty 20. <laughs> All right. You hit this flailing creature who has none of its armor plating up right in its mouth. Granted, mm-hmm. it's like all mouth from your angle, but still. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, roll damage for me, please. That is four. That is four, four damage total. All right. Yeah, you throw your dagger into this thing, or your dirk into this thing, it strikes home, and wealthy Vons, and then shortly thereafter, Ericene, uh, you can see like this. It's not spraying blood, but it's kind of <laughs> like when you cut your finger and it won't stop bleeding, and it's bleeding far faster than it seems like it should for a wound of that size. That. Um, okay. Yeah, there's blood splattering on the ground next to you, <laughs> Ericene. I'm gonna kind of like usher jasper to the side <laughs> if that's possible still um he, he will move on his turn that's I, I was hoping that that was the case speaking of turns grix yeah i i lie there yeah i like to imagine that grix is laying in jasper's arms like uh the, the pieta <laughs> <laughs> it's a piece of media of course he is. <laughs> cool. So Grix continues to be unconscious. All right, wealthy. Um, I still want to put this thing out of its misery, so I'm going to hit it again with a magic missile. Did you have it prepared in that many slots? I have like six slots, and three of them are magic missile. 
I like the way you think. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Missile it is. 2d4. Yes. Nine. Wealthy, you, uh... Jesus. <laughs> this thing dies spectacularly. <laughs> <laughs> like, basically, you just photon torpedoes, or not photon torpedoes, whatever the hell they were, into the fucking Death Star. You shoot these magic missiles right down its throat. Uh, proton. Thank you. Yeah, photons are Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, that's what I realized. Big difference. Huge difference. Ashamed. Totally different particles. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, <laughs> she protons torpedoes into this thing's mouth, and you hear this horrible squish noise, or then see anything, and then the whole thing convulses. A truly alarming amount of material falls out of it. Ah, and sweet. it goes limp. Ericene, Jasper, and Grix. You are very suddenly covered in... <laughs> Blood. I moved out of the way. <laughs> I guess you were you did step far enough back to make that throw. It's true. Okay, so Jasper and Griggs are very suddenly covered in bile, blood. Again, we learn the importance of helmets as various small hard objects ricochet off of them. Some heavier objects land around them and Jasper might take one of the shoulder or something, but yeah. Vons is gonna be scraping Jasper for goo again. This is uh it's a recurring theme here. This thing stops moving and is dead. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Sweet. So, and have, have we fallen out of initiative? Yep, you are now out of combat time. Nobody touch any of these tongues. Yeah, no I've, shit! I'm out of missile slots. <laughs> well, Vons is running <sighs> down to collect goo. I going to try to tell you. <laughs> Literally seconds after this started. And then life happened. Oh my god. Um, I'm gonna get down from the wall. Ericene's gonna make grabby hands at uh, Vaughn's and be like, fucking health potions, right now! He's, 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 Grix! Uh, and as soon as Vaughn's is on the floor again, he's just gonna, like, yeah, I know. Just <laughs> passing. Let's see, what does he, what does he got? Vaughn's has... Plenty of first aid, but that's only first aid. Uh, oh, I've got aid. What does first aid do? It just stabilizes someone who's bleeding out. Which is me. No, it is not. You are at negative four. You are not bleeding out. Yeah, he's not even at that level yet. Oh, I'm sorry. You are just horribly unconscious. Does Ericene have a cloak? Yeah, yeah, I guess she, yeah, she has like a, she has like a leather jacket. Close enough. Jasper says cloak, please, as he's putting down Griggs. I'll I'll just like slip it off and uh, put it over. Cool. As Vons is fumbling around in his stuff to find the exact right thing, Jasper puts the backpack, put Grix's feet up on it, puts the cloak over him. Jasper apparently paid attention to kidnapping class too. The first aid section. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Vons would know this better than I do. Uh, I've got four cure light wounds and two aid. Aid is does a lot of random shit. Actually, aid gives temporary hit points. I don't think it actually heals you, but I will check. It aids the level two, and uh, cure light wounds is the level yeah. one. So now you get temporary HP for aid if you want to just okay. heal. That's cure light wounds. All right. So and that's really all that uh, Grix needs right now is to heal, right? Yeah. So like a cure light wounds is probably all Grix needs, and aid isn't going to do anything more really. Right. Aid will honestly do less. 
All right. So, yeah, Vons is going to pass. Only one person was hurt in this. That's nice. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Vons I kept is it occupied. Yeah. Vons is going to pass it. the cure light wounds to uh, whoever's hands are free. I guess Ericene's already reaching out. So, how much do I roll, or does who rolls for that? Vons made it. Vons, roll a d8. Oh, Vons's rolls have been bad today. Let's see. D8. Four. Crix is brought up to zero. You needed a four or higher to do that, and here he is. Oh, okay. So Crix is... He's probably still unconscious, but you know from last time this happened that if you give him another one, he will both wake up and heal up further. All right. Basically, that whole potion is expended on kind of knitting up the wounds and stabilizing everything. All right, so I'll uh, pass another one over here. He needs more. All right, another another D8. Okay, D8, D8. That's a five. Grix, you're at full and awake. Woo! All right, what happened? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you okay? There was my stick. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it came out with the rest of the garbage. Not that it's garbage, but you know what I mean. The rest of the random shit. Oh, I gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Vaughn's is already sifting through that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's nearby. Uh, I, think, I think I'm all right. Uh, y'all okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. None of the rest of us had anything happen. We just, you know, it got you and we we're just trying to, you know, prevent you from dying again. And speak oh, for yourself. Yeah, this, yeah. Uh, this acid mark on my fur isn't going to come out for a minute. Fuck you, Vons. <laughs> I think Jasper gives Vons a look. <laughs> As he's busy toweling bile. Oh, and, and Jasper is perfectly familiar with what splash damage looks like. So. Of course, his was delicious. Yeah, I love sandwiches full of broken glass. It's my favorite flavor. <laughs> Can I look around and see like what else fell out of this thing? You can it will take me a minute, but you can. <laughs> Vons is uh, also going to analyze any bladders or organs or whatever seems useful. Does he still have um, spider climb on right now? I'm not sure how long it lasts, but sure. And wealthies can still be active too. Do you have an idea? I'm like, well, now that it's dead, like you could like scrape it off the ceiling. If you really, really want it, Vons. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. No, I'm not so much into the the hard platey parts as the gooey bits. But what if its secret magical heart is still up in there waiting for you to shove your arm down its throat? That does sound fun. I'm just saying, it sounds like the kind of thing that you would be into and that the rest (laughs) of us wouldn't. So, like... You can climb back on the ceiling. Why not? It's not a bad idea. Vons, Vons is just going to get back up there and uh, just just use his knife or whatever implements he has to do a really good scrape of the inside and just let it all dump Shuck out. Chuck it like an oyster. Yeah, we're just going to dump bits everywhere on the floor on whoever's beneath it. Just scraping. Make it rain. Everyone has moved out of the way. 
Boy, howdy, that's a lot of dice I get to roll. <laughs> if Vaughn's were more into the, the cryptozoology of these things, he might be um, paying more attention to what parts he's scraping and how. Sure. But this thing's also been magic missiled pretty good, so I, I imagine we're at like a medium rare at this point. <laughs> or tartar. Because Greg's got fucking bit in the face by this thing. Uh, roll a d4 for me, Lit. Oh, uh, sure. I don't like that, but okay. <laughs> One! Is that good? Congratulations, <laughs> you're aware whatever this thing is. We'll turn into it on the full moon. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, sweet. No. Um, Alright, I'm gonna need... Damn it, right. I make you identify this. <sighs> Hang tight. <laughs> I love these tables, but they take a minute to roll on. That's fair. Uh-huh. I mean, I was all excited about the possibilities of this lycanthropic barnacle tongue thing. Don't worry about something. Barnacle. Honestly, more exciting. There we go. That's ridiculous. Woo, ridiculous! I'm still very curious as to what happened to Grix's face. Because you treated it with magic, it is pretty healed up. But it was looking pretty rough, getting scraped across by... It was mostly his sides that got hit by the teeth. Mm. But he mm. still got some pretty gnarly scrapes on his uh, on the rest so of him. sick facial scars now? No, because you got healed by magic. Did having, a, uh, did having a tin arm prevent anything? Help at all? Factor in? Prevented his arm from getting hurt. I think there is superficial damage, but this thing hadn't really gotten... It's claws too deep in you yet. All right, I'm going to go around and have you all roll things for this last bit. Oh. Uh, Kelly, roll a uh, percentile. So, D100. 91. 91? Mm-hmm. Fuck, all right. Uh, There's a severed hand and an eye and a head. <laughs> hmm. Okay, this might end up requiring some re-rolling, but we'll find out. Aerosene, roll a d100 for me, please. 86. How useful. Okay, so you find, among kind of a bunch of other random junk, a truly staggering amount of various coins. Most of it's like platinum and electrum and stuff like that. So kind of higher value. Okay. But you know, good, like 100 copper mixed in, crap like that. Total value, 1300 G. That's nice. You also found seven gems of... You are not gemologists, so a couple of you can justify checks, but you just don't know what they are as you pick them up. And one... Uh, let's see if there's a description of this. <laughs> Forget whatever I rolled, you find horseshoes of the Zephyr, because that is completely useless and therefore amuses me. We can uh, strap them to Percy's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Just like claw, claw, claw. Uh, sorry, that was a good mental image. I like it. Uh, that's um, great and thoughtful. And you find a, you find a stick. Another one. A wood stick. Another one. It doesn't quite look like that. Um, it <laughs> it actually looks a lot like that. So yeah, another stick. Um, it has <laughs> a bunch of stuff carved on the side. It is very nicely finished hmm. and has um. Is this one a wand? Like copper on as a cap on one end and brass on the other, you think? 
Oh, is this an actual wand? I don't know. If only someone had the identify spell. Hmm. In case of emergency break stick again? All I have is detect magic. <laughs> well, we'll come back to this later. Yeah, it's... Another stick. Although, I think uh, you recognize this writing as Elvish. Oh, I speak Elvish. So I there's... speak Elvish. <laughs> I speak I speak Elvish. <laughs> well, I'm not about to wizard explain, so... <laughs> How dare you do the thing you are super qualified to do. <laughs> I think, actually, uh, Erosine, you're kind of... This looks like Elvish that you've seen in, like, sick-ass posters that doesn't mean anything. Does it say any? Like, does it That's say- the thing. It's, this is what looks like Elvish written by someone who doesn't speak Elvish to you. To Grix and Wealthy, this looks like a magic inscription of some sort. So yeah, it's magic. You need an Identify spell to fully engage with this, but Wealthy, from your formal training, and Grix, by, you know- a strong guess. <laughs> You're pretty sure this is a wand of some sort. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so sweet. Those words don't translate to anything in particular because they're being used as part of a magical construct. Yeah. Cool. All right. Okay, Um, I'm going to take it and I'm going to tuck it into my bag and I will take it up to the university and have Professor Jenkins work on, um, uh, identify it. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Gonna Perfect. make your professor do things for free. I see yeah, how it is. <laughs> that's what he's there for. That's true. He's your mentor. You aren't just putting a post up being like, someone please identify this wand for exposure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you've kind of gathered this stuff all up. I assume you kind of all pick yourselves up, dust yourselves off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian, can I ask a question? Sure. How long have we been down here, roughly? A uh, total from like when you left? Yes. Probably like three, four hours. Okay. So it's like eight or nine at night. Probably, yeah. Okay. And yeah, so we will wrap the episode there. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primary attribute pod or on Twitter at prime attribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our dank memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Trollord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Thanks, Adam. Editing this week by Ian. Thanks, Ian. We hope to you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Can I look around and see, like, what else fell out of this thing? You can. It will take me a minute. But you can. So this is deep immersion role-playing, where you're all uh, looking Immersed around, in and I'm making it take it time in real time. Yeah. It's very exciting for everyone I know. Well...
like with most gross things in this game, we're trying to like uh we're we're trying to surgically convert this from monster to snack. 